We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. And Andy Lou, the Warriors are back. Are they back? We're back. Stop. Stop. <laughs> uh, oh, from down 17 at half to uh, they won by 11, but they were up 15. I think uh, Pelicans hit a BS one. The tale of two halves. Tale I, I, I'm not even gonna just. First off, we got voicemails from the first half. We're not playing any of those. Just Sorry. letting you guys know. Sorry. Appreciate the love. Um, we're going to hold on to them, but I think you guys would prefer we don't play your calls either. So, <laughs> I mean, two different teams. First yeah. half, second half, two teams that we've watched this season. Um, I have no idea how to talk about this game. I, I need you to start the plane, Sam. Like, where, where do we where do we go? What, I think which we start, do we go towards? We got to start with number 23, Draymond Green, because yeah. he turned the game. Um, their start was terrible. They looked small. Uh, they could not stop turning the ball over. They looked completely uninterested the whole way through. And then Draymond, I, I legitimately thought he was going to get ejected with the um, the shenanigans he was pulling with with Brandon Ingram uh, right there. But he didn't. He walked the line perfectly. Um, and they go into half with a little energy, and then they come straight out of the second half locked in like we'll get into it later we can talk about the fact that they played a four guard lineup again and and all that silliness but like the second half was just a team who's like no we we're if you're gonna beat us it's not gonna be because of effort period yeah yeah that was look a lot of players played great dante was great second half steph obviously jordan Poole is amazing um Mm -hmm. looney was amazing but i to me, Sam, this is why you have Draymond Green. I saw a lot of people talking about, um, you know, if he's the leader, why do what he did in the first half? No, he's a leader because of what he did in the first yes. half. Like you just said, he toes the line. And sometimes he, he goes over the line. We've seen him many times. We've seen him go over the line. Let's not act like he's never done that before. But tonight, they were down 11, 12, and going nowhere. Dumb shots, 17. turnovers, right? But like at that point where yeah. he knocked Ingram down, and, and again, it wasn't even like a tough, like he didn't, it wasn't a dirty foul. He hit him. It got upgraded to a flag and run. Ingram, Ingram got mad. And then from there, the Warriors actually played worse. Like you said, they went down 17. They actually went down 20. And um, 
but it 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 felt like it started something, right? Like it gave mm. a little more juice. It, it woke the team up. It woke Steph up. It woke Clay up. And then the rest of the guys played better. So I don't know. I don't think there's a tangible way to say how he uh, how he uh, helped this team wake up. But what he did there is that's Draymond, dude. That's Draymond. Nobody wanted to play tonight besides Steph for the first quarter. Nobody wanted to play. So he said, all right, I'm going to take it upon myself and let's see if I can wake people up. And And the other thing, let's see if we can get in the heads of the New Orleans Pelicans. There's some young guys on that team, right? Or yeah. Jones is young. Uh, Ingram's young. Trey yeah, Murphy's young. Those guys are young. Yeah. yeah, those guys are young. And they're going to be really good. But tonight's one of those games where you can see by the time with six minutes to go, Pelicans were jacking up shots, turning the ball over. Like that was over. Like that game was over. Right by that time, and you could tell when you're a young team, it kind of just goes away awry when you're on the road. So I don't know. It felt like it started with Draymond. It's why we love Draymond. It's why I love Draymond. I mean, that was, that was walking fun. walking that line, my man. Do we even play the audio? Do we want to do that? Uh, <laughs> that was that was hilarious. I mean, wait, okay, can we walk through it again? So he yep. bumps Ingram on the fast break. Um, you know, trying to break it up, kind of a textbook flagrant one, or sorry, flagrant two, where he's, you know, and then um, Ingram kind of tries to step up to him and he just gets right into his head immediately afterwards, says stuff. I'm, I'm surprised he didn't get ejected, honestly. Yeah, he basically said, like, if you, you know, try me. I know you're not going to, you know, like uh, I'm, I'm giving the PG 13 version because I've been told some kids listen. So, um, you know, you got that. And I then, feel bad. Actually, people tell me that too. I feel bad. Anyway, <laughs> keep going. Keep going. Oh, I, it's just a story for another time. Um, and then, and then the next possession, he gets tangled up with Herb Jones and you could tell they were pissed that it was him of all people. Um, and I think that's all it took right there. I think that's all it took. It, you know what it reminded me of? And I hate, comping to playoff games remind me of game two of the nba finals when he got a little physical with jalen brown and yeah. jalen brown got super mad yes. and he's just like all right it, you know because J- draymond green i don't think he gets enough credit for this the dude can swear up a storm and throw a tantrum and then play the next possession like nothing happened. I've never seen a player who can compartmentalize when it looks like they're having an emotional breakdown better than him. You know, like it's the wildest thing. And, and, and you know, it's part of his mental calculus. Yes. He's, he's like, you're going to, you're going to be in your own head for 10 possessions in a row. I'm already off and you're going to throw up some dumb shots and I'm going to push us in transition. Steph three pointer, clay three pointer. And and then they're gonna go to the locker room and be like, man, fuck that guy. I, I had him figured out. He just he just messed with me. Seen this for a decade, right? That that dude, you just said it way better. <laughs> that's exactly what he's going for, and that's exactly what he get, did against Boston. Mm-hmm. Um, and now, like, let's not act like he's this god's. Like he played poorly in that Boston <laughs> series at times, but that game, because remember, mm-hmm. they got they got cooked in game one. Like, they, they were good, they were good, they were good, and then Boston made a bunch of bullshit threes. Game two, Draymond took it upon himself. Now, it's not like he's the one. Like, defensively, he was monstrous, but he's mm-hmm. not the one getting buckets. He's not the one that's changing the game. There are a lot of other guys did, but he's the guy that starts that to everyone else. I just, I don't know, man. How do you, we always talk about Steph and Clay. How do you replace the scoring the shot making that nobody else has ever done. How do you replace this from Draymond? How do you, when people talk about, I always think it's kind of like the, what, is, what do they call them? The engine? What is it? The heart beat or whatever that, <laughs> whatever heartbeat. bullshit. Yeah. Draymond Express pulling in. <laughs> I mean, but this is it. 
Yeah. Right. This is it. it. It's not. It's not him yelling at guys. Not him. It's this. Um. Nobody on this. Nobody on the team is going to do this. And um. Fuck. I'm going to be sad. Oh, we, breaking. Yeah. Breaking news. To. Just let the world know. Steph's the greatest shoe on earth. Thank you. Thank you, To. Uh. Top five favorite Niners wide receiver. Just finally. Also, also top five receiver of all time. Right. Yeah, be. Maybe, maybe. Yeah, know, yeah. This is a different podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, the Niners are a mess as usual. So, yeah, we're not talking football. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, Draymond, it, it's like there's there's two things. It's like, um, do you do you want highlights? Do you want to look cool or do you want to win? That guy objectively helps you win games when it matters. And this was, I don't want to say, a, no, it was a must win. Let's be real. Yes. It was a must win. Yes. <laughs> no way around it. I mean, they're still kind of in the plan, uh, pending results. But they lose this one, and the season's completely slipping away at that point. So, uh, you know, you, you win tonight, you live to see another day, and you take some positive momentum. Let's talk some other players. Because yep. you yep. mentioned Jordan Poole. Um. He's put together a few good games in a row where I feel like he's finally um he's he's not hunting that like hero ball shot to like turn his momentum. He's just playing the game, got downhill a ton tonight, and uh looked like the player was last year, which is a guy we're all like, dude, you gotta you gotta lock that guy up. Uh, he looked incredible tonight, dude. Incredible. And the thing with the Minnesota game is I always felt like he was one of the better players in that one, too. And, and mm. Sixers, he was great in that one. You're right. I mean, he's putting together a hell of a stretch. Uh, the acceleration downhill was stupid. It is mm. stupid how quick he can get. And he's hilariously so out of his flow when he tries to go side by side. He feels like he can't stay on his feet. It feels like too much dancing, like, right? It's so weird. And then all of a sudden, when he goes forward, when he's able to get a step on someone, which is 90% of the time because he's so quick. He looks so in control. He he looks like how Steph finishes, but Steph can never go that quick. Ne- like it's almost yeah. like prime Russ, Derek Rose. Now he's not those guys, especially athletically, but those guys used to get downhill so, so, so quick. So you mm. know how when you compare him to CJ McCollum or someone like that, but CJ doesn't move like that, right? CJ's got other strengths too, um, but he doesn't move like that. So that was amazing. Poole also has this weird ability, kind of like Steph, where early in his career, he's not a great defender, but He'll get a big steal here or there. Pretty good anticipation. He'd probably be a decent free safety if he played football type of guy. Yeah. Um, so, I don't know, man. That, that was huge. You, they sat Steph for three minutes in the fourth quarter, two, three minutes, and the lead went up from, from three to, like, six or seven. So, that, that was – I mean, you could probably say that was the game right there. Um, you hey, he had some huge stretches of GP2 also. Um what started the run in the third quarter, which was my favorite play, was GP2 basically uh, picked Ingram's pocket, but Poole got the steal, like re- recorded the steal and then get a transition bucket. Um, yeah, man, they played. They looked like the Warriors. <laughs> they looked kind of like the Warriors. Like, like uh, you know, when we say that, you know what we mean. Like life is life is also better too, right? Because to, to that point, like when he plays with GP2, it makes his life a lot easier. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have to guard a guy straight up he can kind of roam around a little bit do some crazy stuff try to get a pick six like he did in the third quarter you know something like that um you know gp2 is not all the way back you can kind of tell but he looks he's he helps a lot um, yeah something like Paul. mugs throwing up a question for us lou needs a raise lakeup needs to give him some equity under the table 
and hope that Anta and Fit Aid deals are paying well. First off, by the way, his Fit Aid ad makes Looney look like the coolest man on Facebook. Oh, like it's just it's just another level. But like, yes, um, next player on the rundown. Like Looney. Do you know Looney's leading the NBA in offensive rebounds, even though he plays 24 minutes? Is he really? Like, it's not a per 36 number. It's a straight no, no, no. up. Just straight up. Rebounds. Straight up. Wow. Just wow. And, I mean, look, he's I, – I, I will think it is hilarious till the end of time. They hired a big man guru to uh, to teach Wiseman how to play basketball, and instead he took Looney to the next level. You know? Yeah, Mihailovic, they brought him yeah, in. Yeah. You know, Jokic is coach. Zubac is coach. Like, just heralded big man whisperer. Um, going to take Wiseman to the next level, and instead it's like, no, and now he's going to turn Looney into Dennis Rodman. <laughs> I mean, uh, that stretch well, where he Malone. had four <laughs> offensive rebounds in a row and Steph getting threes after three coming off mm-hmm. of that. Um, it is always interesting to me when you talk about Looney. We watched tonight. Jonas Valanciunas, how much money has he made in his career? A lot of money. Uh, And you look at DeAndre. More than a loon dog. A lot of money. Exactly. So to this point about Lou needing a raise, the Pelicans go small. They go Brandon Ingram at the five. Does Looney come off the floor? Actually, he's better. Actually, you're you're not going to get a rebound. You're going to give up three after three to Steph. But when the Warriors go, and now part of it is the Warriors have Steph Poole and Clay and Draymond, right? Mm-hmm. Like you can't really play JV, uh, Valanciunas against that or Aiden against that. So could part of that play, is the But could you play Looney? If Looney was a Pelican, would he be on the floor against those guys? Like in my opinion, I would think so. Yes, absolutely. And that's not, the value of Loon. They're not getting better defense with Ingram or Nance closing out than they would Looney. Yeah. To your point, I just looked it up. Take a guess at Valanciunas' career earnings to date, not even counting guaranteed money he's going to get next year and beyond. It's got to be 100. It's got to be 100 plus. 112? That's a it's a very impressive guess. I'm not going to lie. Uh, 120. Wow. <laughs> I, thought you were, I thought you were going to come in with some like off the wall, like <laughs> all over the place, but you're like 90% of the way there. Uh, and he's getting more, right? And he, isn't he getting 20 plus like the next season or two? So he's 15, not... 15 next year. But yeah, yeah, the point stands. Um, just he's, you know, as long as he doesn't lose athleticism, he can, he can count another 15 every year from someone in the league. Meanwhile, Looney had to hold out and negotiate to get 50% of that. Um, yeah. It's, uh, you know, it's insane. Yeah. <laughs> the one guy in the Warriors who th- they got a deal on, I guess. But um, yeah, uh, yeah, he's uh, he's he's under he will remain underrated because uh, when you look at the contracts of guys who do similar things, not even the same thing, they're always like 15, 20. Maybe if they have a great age or um, maybe if the team's great, like the Celtics, Robert Williams is like 12 or 13, you know. And then you got Looney here at a fraction of the cost, just giving you NBA finals level winning role-playing basketball. And we know that it's NBA finals level winning basketball because he did it in the NBA finals multiple times winning basketball. So I don't know. It's easy to complain about the roster, about the lack of wings. And I'd agree. And uh, when the four guard lineup was going out there in the first quarter, I was like, I was ready. I was ready to rant. Yeah. Um, but you got to appreciate a guy like Looney a little bit on top of that. I mean, that might be the only guy we haven't said a bad thing about this season or even not even slander, but like it's, criticized. It's, it's not him even and Steph. Steph. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just it's even Steph. I'm like, you know, go go kind of 
go kind of, you got to be more aggressive, but Looney, nah, nothing. Light years podcast kick off the new year with new gear built to last our friends at shady rays. Have you covered from the sun to the slopes with premium polarized shades, customizable snow goggles, and much more. Shady Rays is an independent sunglasses company that offers a world-class product that's just as good as any expensive pair that we've worn, durable frames, and extremely clear optics for outdoors adventures. That's not all. Shady Rays offers the most insane protection, insane protection in all of eyewear. Every pair of sunglasses is backed by lost and broken replacements. If you lose or break your pair, even on day one, they, they told us they'll send you a brand new pair. No questions asked. If you don't love them, you can also exchange for a new pair, return them, or you can return them for free within 30 days. There's no risk when you shop with Shady Rays. Their team always has your back. Light Years Podcast always has your back. Exclusively for our listeners, Shady Rays is giving our best deal of the year. Go to ShadyRays.com. Use code LightYears for 50% off two plus pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself. The shades rated five stars by over 200,000 people. This week's Light Years podcast brought to you by Sword Vitality. Listen up, Dub Nation, especially all our guys out there. We have a special offer on the newest addition to your daily self-care routine. Do you shower? Brush your teeth? And I know you manscape to keep the ladies in your life happy. Listen, no shame. Self-care is cool and manly. And that's why you need to add Sword Vitality Excalibur to your daily routine. Sword Vitality Excalibur can encourage optimal sexual health by increasing blood flow to help you thrive when it matters. Trust me, you might think your girl's happy, but what if she could be happier? This 30-day regimen designed to benefit your reproductive function can help maintain a healthy libido and stamina. Now, who doesn't want to last longer? You'll be proud of this product. It looks good on your shelf. It sure as hell feels good. And it shows your partner you care. Add Sword Vitality to your pregame and you'll always be ready for game time. Visit SwordVitality.com now. Use promo code LightYears at checkout for a nice discount. That's SwordVitality.com. Use promo code LightYears. And that discount won't be the only nice thing that you'll be getting. Eugene brings up Steph and Nance. Uh, Steph had Nance and wanted to switch to CJ. Um, should we talk about stuff for a little bit? Because we yeah. have, I guess number thirty can deserves a little discussion. Thirty nine, eight and eight. That's a, uh, oh hum. Not not a triple whatever. double. Not a good game, as you all know. Um, if they're not round numbers, they don't count. Uh, he, by the way, has he ever had a bad shooting night against CJ or Dame? Uh, I was so thinking. Much. I was thinking about this. It's just anytime he goes against one of those guys, I'm like, look, man. If they lose, it's not going to be because he got locked up. Definitely not. Apparently, there's a quote from Draymond after the game that he got mad after CJ started talking trash to him. Um, you got to feel bad for him. You got to feel bad for McCollum. I mean, how many times has he seen this movie before? I feel like Steph's got his favorite guys to cook. Um, McCollum's up there. Lillard's up there. Just he knows it's a walking bucket every single time. Uh, that last three that he hit to Eugene's point is, I mean, he had Nance. That's a dribble drive, you know, layup floater or step back three. And he said, nah, let me get McCollum so I could just shoot it right over him, which is hilarious because they're kind of the same height. Um, I don't know, man. Steph, that game was, uh, he was, he was not shooting the ball last game. He was, at times, he just wouldn't look at shooting. 
Um, mm. And this game was obvious. He came out, took a three, made it, and he was on their way. Oh, we got it. We got it up. We got it up. Let's go. Draymond, you did it defensively. You did it playmaking-wise. You did it some other ways, too. But ultimately, what was the deciding factor and how you guys were able to come back and get this win? Uh, we started playing with some heart and intensity. Those first, those, that first quarter and a half, they punked us. And we were down 20. It take a real one to talk when you're down 20. And I was able to get my guys going. <laughs> and then they started doing what they do. And I do what I do. What got you going? You were going at him in that second quarter. What got you to that level? Uh, I fouled B.I. It's a good hard foul, and C.J. started talking. You know, you don't start talking. Play, play the game and just enjoy what y'all were doing. They were playing a good game, and he started talking, and that's my type of game. I like that. That's, that's what I do. I grew up in Saginaw, Michigan. That's how we play. And so once they wanted to go there, I enjoy it. Uh, You'd like, I mean, just just a reminder if you want to get in the mud with uh, with someone, you don't, you don't want to do a Draymond, like, you're not going to win that matchup against him. Um, I like that. He, uh, takes a real one to talk when you're down 20, reminds me, reminds me of the last dance. I, I feel like he's trying to channel a little of that at times, you know. Yeah, I, I, and the thing with Draymond and Clay is, you know, they talk a lot, right. Um, they, they, they always need Steph to back it up. That's always the funny <laughs> thing. They need Steph to back it up because uh, Steph is that guy. Steph is that guy. It's not like Clay and Draymond are the ones out there. But the core three guys. I mean, you're not mm. winning this game without Clay. He hit big shots in the third quarter. You're not winning this game without Draymond. Did you see the help defense that he was playing uh, down the, in the second half? Just absurd. Felt like it was a playoff game. Well, it was a playoff game uh, mm. out there tonight. So. You're not winning without any of those guys. But, um, I mean, since we're on the topic of Steph, it is always funny because you never see Steph as the guy that's going to say, you know, he doesn't raise the four rings, right? You never see Steph do that. You never really see Steph trash talk. I mean, people have talked about Steph not trash talking, um, even though his style was kind of trash talky. Um, Steph's the guy that's just going to drop 39, <laughs> 8 and 8 on you. And then, uh, and then, and then Draymond and Clay would take care of the rest. So that was um, special, special Steph performance per the usual. Who haven't we talked about yet? Who didn't we not get to? I'm going to get to some other stuff here. Let's go. Um, from, Let's go. from my guy, Legend of Winning, yep. prolific content creator. You guys should check him out on playback every now and then. He throws up, uh, sheesh, when the Warriors flip the switch, I can't deny they look like the best team in the West. Andy, what are your thoughts on this statement overall? Well, because Jonathan Kaminga, I guess that's one one person I haven't talked about, um, plays like Andrew Wiggins. Yeah, you can make the argument they're the best team in the West. Yeah, yeah. The only pushback I have on this is that, I mean, they play like shit for 24 minutes. That's the only the only pushback is you can't you can't win a championship doing what they did tonight. You can win at home against a young Pelicans team. Right? You can do that for sure. But you can't, you're not beating, I mean, the Nuggets. Right, like Jokic isn't. You know, you're not. Maybe you're not even beating the KD Suns playing that way. So I don't want to be like a. I don't want to. I don't want to be a, a pessimist here. But, um, you know, when they're good, they're good. We know what they are. But those tw- first twenty four were ugly. To me, that statement reads like we know this team has the bones of an NBA championship team. Uh, Steph Curry, Draymond Green, Clay Thompson, they know how to lock in in a way that matters when the basketball gets serious. Um, Looney as well. Poole as well. He's done it enough times 
and GP2 as well. Um, you know, only a second game back, but GP2 knows how to do that. My concern is always what else? Um, Kuminga is 20. He's definitely learning how to get there. That does not mean he is there yet, right? And then beyond that, they don't have much else. I, Andrew Wiggins is obviously missing in action. We'll get to that in a second. But to me, when I watch the Warriors, it's just kind of like I know you can build a title team around this core because we've seen it four times, right? Like, And we saw it last year. And when they lock in, they can do it at home versus the Pelicans, the way you're saying. But I don't know. I still have questions about the, you know, how I, it looks going forward, right? I, I still do think, but my thing too is these guys can't be great at all times. So overall, I agree with you. Overall, mm-hmm. I think they need guys like Kaminga to take another step. They need Paul to be this great. They need Wiggins to come back. But also, Clay was bad in the first half. Taking right. bad shots, missing shots. Steph was, he had 17, but he was turning the ball over. Um, and then Draymond was kind of just not awake, right? And so it wasn't like they were losing this game. Now, Dante wasn't doing much either. So it was like a team. It wasn't, they weren't losing that first half because Anthony Lane came in and was terrible. They, they wasn't losing because of that. They were losing because they sucked as a whole team. And so to me, it feels like, yes, they have a core that can win a championship if you started the season and it was just 16 games. But we're watching them struggle through 82 because they're old. I just, I just don't. Yeah. It's hard for this team. Like they need, they need Kaminga to be. Kaminga played 30 minutes tonight, which was awesome, and he was so good. Did you see that, which was, which that was, rebound and and alley oop that he had? I just, I, <sighs> it's exactly what they needed after he played only um, 15. 15 minutes in the previous game, and we're sitting here going like, oh great, we're doing this again, or he gets yeah. pulled way too quick, so. Um, wow, we got somebody listening in Tokyo, by the way, in the YouTube comments. Look at that. Shout out, Tokyo. Uh, shout out, Tokyo. I'll be there. Be there in May, Artie. Shout out. I'll see you there. Um, let's talk Wiggins. Yeah, let's talk quick. Wiggins. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to play the audio from Steve Kerr at pregame where we got um, something new relative to what we've heard. Do you have any timeline on Andrew Wiggins yet? No. Do you like know what to what extent he is maybe maintaining his conditioning while he's away from the team? Um, yeah, I mean he's been working out every day, so um, not beyond that, you know, once uh, he's back, then then our training staff will be able to, you know, um, get with him and see where he is. But I know he's been training on his own. One more thing on Wiggins, please, and I, I hope I'm not splitting hairs on definitions, but is it incorrect to call his absence right now indefinite? Because when you speak about him, it, it sounds like the hope is that he is going to return at a certain point. This yeah, there's season. there's hope, but it's, it, I mean, it's, I guess, indefinite um, is also um, appropriate because we don't know. Undetermined. Undetermined. Yeah. Indefinite. Yeah. Is, is there, I mean, the playoffs are obviously very close at this point. Uh, is there a point that you guys just might decide it's best for him not not to come back. I mean, this season. No, no, it hasn't even been discussed. Uh, I just want to say at the end, um, Slater had to ask that question, and I and I love Kurt's like, no, I'm not going to give up that he's not coming back until it's 100 percent positive. <laughs> hasn't been discussed, which is a lie, but yeah, that's funny. I mean, there's all these things are lies at this point. <laughs> let's be honest. Like I'm a. It, 
they're they're just lying through their teeth the entire way yes, through it. And correct. like, I get it. You're trying to protect the situation, but I don't believe a single word they said. I will say um, first time they've publicly acknowledged, like he's working out and like they're hopeful he's getting back. And yep. that sounds positive. I don't know what your thoughts are. I, I think it's positive. I think it's positive. It's mm-hmm. just a, it's just so vague and it's a random update. Cause it's not like he sat up there and said, Hey, let me tell you that Wiggins is working. Let me show you the selfie I got in the gym. Right. <laughs> right. It wasn't like, to me, it feels like I have thought it. Cause I think he'll be back. I think he'll be back um, at some point here. Um, okay. If you tell me that he's working out, what the hell is he working out for October? Just don't work out. Right. If you're, if, if you're not coming back this season, if he's not going to play, then just don't work out. Right. What's the point of working out? Maybe he's just hitting the elliptical for 20 minutes not to gain weight. It's like me every morning. Right. So <laughs> maybe just doing that. Maybe just staying in shape. But hey, why else are you working out every day if you don't think you're going to come back? So I think he's going to come back. I don't again. I don't know when. Um, but it's funny because I've always thought about how is he going to say how are they going to announce that he's coming back? Are they just going to drop a press release? Are they going to sit and have a press conference about it? <laughs> so I just thought I just sometimes I think it's it's interesting to see how they've done it. And he didn't he didn't sit and tell us that he's working out every day. Um, he was asked a question. So mm-hmm. I wonder if he wasn't asked that question, would he even have said anything? So um, but I think it's positive, man. I think it's a good thing. So hopefully he'll be back on the on the court at some point here in the next couple weeks. Yeah, I, 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 I keep going back to this. I don't know what to think, honestly. Um, and I I know that is the consensus I get from Warrior fans. I get I get messages about that all the time, and I know you do too, and text and all that sort of stuff. And um, I don't really have too much else to add other I, than I, like we got like I'm not going to pretend it's not going on. You know, I, I just tell people I told my friends he's coming back on Friday. So I just, <laughs> and then when it doesn't happen, they're just going to be like, oh, what happened? I'll be like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't want to tell you. He'll be back. On, he'll be back on Sunday. Then you'll be like, "Oh, I'm at, I'm at Sunday. I'm at yeah, Sunday." And then, and then, and then, when that doesn't happen, you'll be like, "Guys, I'm at Tuesday. Come on, yeah, get it right." He'll be back. He'll be look when he when he's back. He will let me know, and I will let you know. So I just tell him every other day. I'm just like, "Look, he'll be back next game." So, but I think funny. you, I think yeah. you hit on the important thing here. Like, we can all decompress and talk about like what happened later. I, Short term, the concern is getting him in lineup uh, for a playoff run, right? And my question for you is, do you feel more confident that that's happening today than you did yesterday? Because, yes, yes. Okay. There's no reason. I mean, from my perspective, dude's working out every day. They're obviously not talking to him. It's, It's also, I mean, Draymond has said it. They know what's going on. So sure. it seems like if they're talking to him and he's working out every day, I think it's I think he'll be back. Um, but again, like, I don't see I don't know shit. Like yeah. let your sources. He'll be, he's back Friday. I don't know what to tell you guys. Um, Fingers crossed. Yeah. Uh, maybe I'm a pessimist. Maybe I'm less optimistic that what Kerr said today was anything more than him trying to plead. But you know, we'll, we'll see. We'll yeah. see. Yeah, we'll see what's going up. We're at six weeks today. We cannot pretend that we're not six weeks. Wow. This week's Light Years podcast brought to you by Game Time. GameTime.co. Game Time is the place for last minute ticket deals. Forget planning months in advance. Game Time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. Get exclusive flash deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, theater, and more. The game time guarantee means you'll always get the best price 
If you find tickets in the same section and roll for less, Game Time will credit you 110% of the difference. Buying tickets to your favorite events should not be stressful. It's the fast and easy way to buy tickets to all sports, music, comedy, and theater near you with killer deals on last-minute tickets and best price guarantee. You can stop stressing over tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you're going to have. Snag the tickets without the stress with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use Light Years for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account, redeem code Light Years for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. It is what it is. Anyway, let's get to the voicemails. Let's go. Don't make sure you fucking kidding me. Oh my God. That win feels so fucking good. Draymond screaming at the coaching staff for not challenging that fifth, tech, fifth foul. You know what? I'm, I'm all for it. I love the hype. I love the energy. I love the fucking defense. If I have to watch Anthony Lamb play one more minute of basketball, I'm going to cut my eyes out. But other than that, that was fucking great. Can we play Moody over Anthony Lamb, though, please? Like, Ooh. How, how are we the only ones that sees this? It, it's just driving me crazy. Thanks, Sam and Andy. You guys are the best. Let's go, Dubs. Don't cut your eyes out, man. I love the I love the energy level. From now on, we will not play any voicemails that do not match that energy level. Um, but I'm gonna have to come back at my guy here. Tony Lamb played a good game today. <laughs> I have no comment. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good after that. Did you 17- see that play? Uh, did you see? Oh, sorry. yeah, go ahead. yeah, yeah. He had one. Um, well, maybe not just one play, but I know a play you're talking about where he mindlessly missed Steph completely wide open and, and like clumsily, it was just, it was was so uncoordinated where it's just like, I I know the minute I saw that, I was like, don't even need to look at my phone. I know exactly what my timeline is saying. right (laughs) 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 Um, I think he, uh, he played well and and this is what I liked. Steve Kerr played him for spurts to provide spacing when he needed to, but he didn't spam the lamb minutes at the expense of other players, which is like the only thing I want. Like if he's going to help you, that's cool. Yeah. But please don't bury Jonathan Kuminga for him. I mean, yeah. Kind of like what happened on, on Sunday. Look, man, exactly. when, When the Warriors win, I don't talk lamb. When the Warriors lose, I blame lamb. You guys know how I be. So, um, I'm just happy Kaminga got his minutes. I love Kaminga. As a man of Middle Eastern descent, I can't hate Lamb. Um, <laughs> now nah, let's get to the next one. Uh, too gamey. The great <laughs> 21st century philosopher Omar Little said, "When you come at the king, you best not miss." The Pelicans came at the king, and they didn't miss. They fucking airballed. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that laugh is special. <laughs> Yo, that laugh was special. Tim, 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 Tim. We got to save that laugh. Put, the, put, put that in random calls. By the way, oh, shout okay. out with the wire reference right there. I Sorry. like that. Um, RIP. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, not, now you just ruined it. <laughs> <laughs> but what I was going to say is um, – uh, I do feel like I, I'm surprised Draymond has not dropped that line in a post gamer just yet. Can, can't you just see Draymond throwing that one out there? He might be saving that for Memphis. Um, currently, they're, currently they're on pace to play Memphis in round one, so maybe. I, you know what he's saving? He's not using that line for the Warriors. You know who he's using that line for? 
Uh, oh god! No. <laughs> <laughs> took took me took me a second. Next and offseason I, and just, comes around, and, and the Warriors. The I'm one, utterly disgusted. Draymond recruits oh, no, LeBron, and he goes, "You come at the king." He's gonna he's gonna he's gonna use that when the Lakers beat the Kings on a podcast, and I'm gonna be so infuriated. Oh let's go. Next one. Next mm-hmm. goon. What's up, boys? I missed the uh, first half tonight and uh I checked Good. the score when I was coming home. <laughs> saw they were down double digits. I got pretty pissed. Started shooting off the normal frustration text. And then I watched the second <laughs> half, and I watched the team that, you know, you're going to have to tear the fucking crown off the head of those guys because they just – they find ways. And that guy 30 is crazy. And as frustrating as this season has been, there's just moments like that third and then the fourth where yep. I just – I'm going to need to see someone beat him. So I was a little pessimistic the other night, and tonight I was feeling pessimistic again, but they're champs for a reason. Yep. Shout out to the goons. Love those guys. They're keeping me alive. Love it. My boys. You're, keep, you're keeping the show alive. Oh, I appreciate it. I love how everyone um, goes through the same emotions with this team. In the first half, it's like, all right, do I need to go into the liquor cabinet? And then, And then the second half, it's like, what's that voicemail number again? That's a good call off. <laughs> fire it off. Fire the text off. I had friends that went to the gym. So you know what? I'm just gonna go. I'm just gonna go work out. It's just this team is something else. He he makes a good. I think one point. Going, going, one point going to the gym at eight at night. I I miss pre child life. I couldn't. Hey, look. I don't. <laughs> sorry. I don't even do that. I don't even do that today. But um, so my friends have kids. Maybe that's why they're going to the gym at eight o'clock. <laughs> uh, first time. Um, I mean, it's the Warriors, right? It's just. How many Western Conference series have they lost in the postseason, Sam? Do you know during this run? How many Western Conference series they've, they've lost? Can you, can you count them on your hand? How many they've lost? Going, are we counting? So we're going oh, no, just, no, no, just no. The not, Steve, just the Steve Carrera, huh? Correct. Um. Well, there was that zero. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was, I was like, I was about to say the play in, and I'm like, no, that doesn't count. No. Zero, man. They haven't lost a single series in the Western Conference during this run. So, I mean, I agree with him. You got to see them lose, I guess. But <sighs> Next one. I, I, hey, man. Sorry, Tim. Steve Kerr has made it abundantly obvious. Oh, boy. Fans don't know ball. But I don't know, man. If I had an opinion, I'd probably let that guy with the 30 on his jersey, I'd probably let him cook. <laughs> That's all I got to say. Dubs and six. <laughs> Dubs and six? Not even a series. There's no series. Just Dubs and six. Let's go. That was great. I like it. I like it. Just Warriors right. and six. Stephen motherfucking Curry! Pelicans, <laughs> thank you so much for getting Draymond pissed off. That is exactly what these Warriors needed to help save our season. Just wanted to give a big shout out to Jonathan Kaminga on a nasty dunk, and also Jordan Poole for some nasty Eurovision. Got to appreciate it. Thank you anyway. Shout out Eurovision. That uh, Steph left-hand hook pass from the baseline mm-hmm. to Clay, 
Uh, and then and then Clay nails it, obviously. And then Steve Kirk kind of just shaking his head reminded me of when uh, when Steph did that between the legs against CP3 and shoots that shot. And, and Steve has that gif of him raising his hands. It's great. <laughs> yeah. That was great. Uh, Ebony says the goons have been on one tonight here for it. You know, th- that's what it's all about. If you cannot enjoy these big wins, uh, what's the point? What's the point? What's going on, Sam and Andy? Big fans of the show. Um, I just want to say, first and foremost, the most annoying thing about being a Warriors fan would probably have to be Warriors Twitter. All I see is panicking all over the timeline, and it seems <laughs> as if every little mistake, it, it, it's just too much. It's just too much. And I feel like everybody is bailing on this team at the wrong time. And it's going to come back to haunt a lot of these fans when we're hosting a, uh, a trophy in June. Oh, was that it? Was that it? Okay. And that's it. I yeah, let's do let's do a Twitter stock check. I don't like to do Twitter commentary here. Do you feel like Twitter's more panicky than normal? Um here, here's what I think, because I actually had to take some glad you asked. I think that it, it depends on the person. I think Twitter attracts people that are Twitter, the people that tweet a lot are the people that are most they're most panicky. Right, they're like f- trying to find something to to talk about. To, to you've watched with friends that are super panicky, right? Mm-hmm. And then you've watched with friends that are super chill. Right. Um, I'm chill if it's a like a whatever game, but a big game like this, I think it's it's normal. People are panicky. Every play matters. Steph turns the ball over. You're like, what the f- what the fuck, Steph? <laughs> just shoot the three. So I I think that's that's normal. That's kind of just normal sports pa- passion. I think some people are a little bit more panicky than the others. Some people are more optimistic. Um. I will say, though, Warriors Twitter is probably the most engaged audience. Mm-hmm. I mean, you look at our that's why we have that's why we do this fucking show. So I, <laughs> I love it. Um, I think the only fan base that rivals it is like Lakers fans are the only one. And it's it's ironic that Lakers are having pretty much the same season as the Warriors. So um, who is slandering Looney? Yeah, Scott, I mean, we're, we're going to have to we're going to have to deny that one. I'm not seeing that one. Um but this is a personal favorite of mine. Anytime we go, like the Warriors go poorly, I see Steph doing cardio out there. That's on the my timeline. favorite. I do that all the time. It's just like because it's because it's the easiest one. It's like Steph, just shoot it, just just shoot it from thirty. Has Warriors fans ever gotten mad at Steph just shooting from like forty? It doesn't even matter. Just Steph just from fifty. I don't. Know. What do you think? What do you think? What are your thoughts? I'm mostly in agreement with you. I've gone through every phase. I've gone through hyper-engaged phase. I've gone through angry phase. I've gone through positivity merchant phase. Um, You know, like it's... Positivity merchant. What else are you going to call it? Um, Ultimately, like, I'm not here for telling people how to fan out. I think it's cool to be a fan of anything. And, you know, I just... I just generally mute or block people who are like trying to start fights at this I, point because I've it's had, not worth it's not worth my time to engage with that sort of stuff anymore. I used to I used to get deep into the weeds of it and then and then I was like I have too many things. It, it doesn't yeah it doesn't matter. I mean I've had people tell me like hey we unfollow you we we love the podcast but we unfollow you because you just tweet too much during games and I'm like all right cool like I don't give a shit just keep listening to the show. <laughs> you know what I mean? It just is. It's you know, some people can't consume that way, right? Some people. That's fine. People that's like that's totally fine. I, exactly. I every day I get it a little more, and for people who want to, that's that's cool too. Yeah. yeah. Hey, Sam and Andy, this is Ebony in Atlanta. Um, I have to say, yes, this win is incredible, but the first half, 
honestly, I was thinking if they lose it, this game, they have no chance. No chance. I don't care where they land. Even if they got to the finals, if they lost and they continued to play like they did in the first half, they had no chance. Even if Wiggins came back, no chance whatsoever. But honestly, this was literally like a core game, and that's it. Steph, Clay, and Draymond. And finally, Steph just took the ball in the fourth quarter yeah. and, and did his thing. That's all he has yeah. to do. I don't know who told him he he has to play make, but dude, just shoot the ball. Just shoot the ball. You're Steph Curry. That's what you get paid for. Shoot the ball. Anyways, good win. Can't wait to see what happens next. I heard Wiggins is coming back. Any update on that? Anyways, y'all have a good night. Mary Bash, you heard Wiggins is coming back, Sam. I told you I was right. Let your sources, baby. He's back on Friday. That's right. Well, hey, we'll see. We'll see where they're Come at. We'll, we'll see what's up. Good As call. of today, the Warriors. Yeah, great call. And are you? Were current, you going to give us a standings watch? Were you? Let's get a little, little standings watch. Warriors currently in the sixth seed right now. Um, half game up on Minnesota purely because they played one half game more. Got it. Half game back from the Clippers purely because they played one half game more. Uh, all this is to say, every one of these the rest of the way is going to matter. I have no read on how it's going to go. The dumbest thing you and I ever did was assume with their big win against Philly that they were locked into the five seed. I should have known Never. so much better than that. I'm like, well, they took care of the hard one. That means they're just going to you know, go six and one and 45 wins. It's all good. Immediately shit to bed right after that. <laughs> um, I don't know why I had confidence that anything other than that was going to happen. But with that said, win tonight, that's all that matters. That is all that matters. Minnesota, by the way, has a tough schedule. I'm just scanning it. See, I'm just saying they get it. They get Phoenix tomorrow. Katie's back. Um, then the L.A. Portland's joke. But they're at Brooklyn, and then they close the season um, against New Orleans. Like they have a tough schedule. The Warriors don't. Dame's done for the season. Kings are going to be resting, like you said. Anyway, we're not going to do too much of the the schedule stuff. But the Warriors and, have and a honestly easy road. And honestly, easy or tough. I mean. <laughs> I mean, the Spurs, they can't lose to the Spurs on Friday. These are all, all toss-up games at this point. You know, you can go either way for any one of these teams. You're, okay, you're like, okay, right. you're, 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 no, I'm, what I'm saying is like Minnesota could easily run through the Warriors in Sacramento on the road and lose at home to the Nets. Yeah. That's the type of that's the type of season this has been I, I for agree. most of these teams. I agree. I, I agree with that. I agree with that. The, just, I'm just saying, the Warriors have a bit of a joke schedule. Like, it's just, they just have Denver. That's it. That's yeah. It. I mean, you got to get 44 wins. All right. Tim, we quest got some for, more, right? The quest for 44. Quest for, <laughs> what was the over under this season? 50? 48 and change. Yeah. Okay. All right. We will not get there. Most, like, <laughs> most likely. Unlikely. It's statistically impossible. Most yes. likely. Most likely. <laughs> Boys, I know the vibes are right. The vibes are right tonight. Just three quick things. One, can we just can can we just give Looney the statue already? Like, I mean, give him all the statues. Two, Kaminga over Lamb. Kaminga over Lamb. Kaminga over Lamb. And lastly, number three, Steph is him. Steph is him. Catch y'all next game, baby. I mean, it's got everything I need. You know, 
prop up Looney, prop up Steph, something in the middle. Something about Kaminga. I mean, yeah. that is that is yeah. I mean, sorry, something about Lamb. That is peak Warriors Twitter this season. You know? yeah. Keep it rolling. Hey y'all, it's Ryan here. I had to call back a second time, man. This cat Draymond just said it takes a real one to talk when you're down twenty. And I knew he had it in us. <laughs> Draymond is also him. Draymond is also him. Oh, uh, great back-to-back call. Hey, throw that uh, throw that tweet up I just sent over to you, Sam, because uh, this is a special from our guy Sheed who just posted this uh, from 2022. From Draymond Green to C.J. McCollum during the NBA Finals after C.J. McCollum picked the Celtics to win the Finals, Draymond Green said, and I quote, that's fine. Those Celtics will still be ringless, just like you. Respect. I, could, <laughs> I couldn't even fucking finish it. I couldn't even finish it. <laughs> Draymond's a sick guy, man. He's a sick guy. You know, you know who CJ is. Like it, it, he's the friend who you love, but you don't respect. Or you're just oh, like, boy. you're just like, you know, you want to hang out with him. It's all fun. But then he starts talking. You're like, no, no, no. Stop, 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 stop. No. That's not your role out here. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he seems like a nice guy, right? And he just constantly hits. <sighs> the Warriors just refuse to hear it from him or anyone who is ever in Portland. They're just like, no, that's not. We'll we'll hear it from certain players, but we're not going to hear it from you. Yeah. yeah. I get oh. it. I get it. You know, <clears throat> Mike Meek is calling it here. Guys, yeah, we know, uh, <laughs> yeah, we know. but um, I can't wait. Anybody who ever doubts that three man lineup 30, 11, 23, fucking idiots, uh, <laughs> truly morons, ride until the wheels fall off because you know they're not going to be around forever. And uh, it was a rough game, it was an annoying game, but it was like a perfect game all at the same time. And they, they ended up covering actually, I almost bet them. When they were down twenty, I, I looked at Fanduel and I was like, "Oh, maybe I should put some, put a little money on them down down twenty because I just had this weird feeling with the way Dre was acting." But man, and and the post game quote to the the real NJ, uh, you know, takes a real man to talk when you're down twenty. Those are real men. Uh, I'll ride real men always in, into the battlefield. I'll fucking run through a brick wall for those boys. <laughs> Go win, boys. See ya. The only Uh, reason Mikas didn't drop another five minutes on that cause is uh Hey you know the the Warriors covered the eight and a half, which is shocking to me. First of all, I didn't understand why they were favored by eight and a half. And then they go ahead and you know, I know I know you didn't care, but just ridiculous. This team was hilarious. Yeah, when I saw the eight and a half, I was like, cool. Yeah. Exactly. Thumbs up. Ah, let's get to the next one. Yo, yo. Oh, that's right. What up, guys? What an epic comeback. We're down 20. The New Orleans Pelicans are feeling themselves. They think they can get Dre thrown out of the game. And they made one huge mistake because the best Draymond is a pissed off Draymond. And if you don't accomplish your goal and get that guy thrown out, he is going to absolutely, absolutely dominate you from there on out. And that's exactly what happened. 
It allowed our team to have some energy, which we weren't showing in the first quarter and a half, the first half of the game. That energy showed through in the third quarter. It drove them through for the fourth quarter and got a huge win that they desperately needed after blowing the mini game. And yeah, we're looking like we're going to be in good shape to try and make it out of the playing spot, be in that sixth spot. And who knows what's going to happen loss-wise with the people in front of us, the people behind us. But the one thing that the Warriors can't control is how they play with their effort. When they have an effort level like they did in the second half, they're a really tough team to beat. And I think we should all be stoked about that. My man, Kaminga, again, looking like he's going to be something there for sure. Love that effort tonight. He was skying for rebounds. He was skying for dunks. That's the type of energy we need there. JP playing under control, driving to the hole when we needed him, not putting up 35 footers, not falling around trying to grip for fouls, just playing good basketball. Heck, he even had a huge block late. You know, just great stuff all around. And, yeah, I think we should all be still close. All right, let's go and knock the Spurs teeth out and get another W. And see you guys all on the playback. We had an epic group with Mika, Groovy, Gio, Francisco. They all did a phenomenal job with the playback. I think more of us should be hopping out there and, 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 and talking ball. All right, there you guys. I agree. Appreciate, uh, appreciate everyone. Big win. Andy, we'll be back. See you then. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.